This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Join us now as we go to the live broadcast of Spiritual Appetizers Podcast. Welcome, and thank you for joining us in another live episode of Spiritual Appetizers Podcast, episode 198, Disciples Have to Be Made, part three, maintained. The spiritual appetizer that will be used in this episode is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not spontaneously happen. Part 3, Maintained. Go with me now to Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. It starts with our children, and then as adults, they have to be made as well. Adults are not just going to spontaneously happen to become members of the Lord's body. They have to be made. We have to go and make them. We have to go and teach them. And then they have to be maintained. I want you to notice with me the last part of Matthew chapter 28 and verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And so verse 19 says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 20, it says that after that baptism takes place, teaching them to observe all things has to continue after that process. And so the process is teach people to recognize the authority of Christ, verse 18, go and make disciples of them by teaching them, by preaching to them, Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, the Great Commission and Mark's account of it, preaching to the lost, and then baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then after they've been baptized, we can't just stop the teaching. This process has to be maintained in their life. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. We have to maintain this relationship with new converts. We have to maintain it through until they grow and mature in their lives where they can maintain it for themselves. A babe in Christ, which is what a newly converted Christian is, a newly made disciple is a babe in Christ, is not ready to take care of himself. We have to continue teaching them to observe all things that Jesus has commanded or else they're going to fall away, or else they're going to stop. We have to maintain that relationship with them and help them to maintain their relationship with God. If we go over again to Acts chapter 8 and look at verses 30 and 31, the Bible says, So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you're reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. So remembering that the eunuch wasn't an adult, and still, he did not understand what he was reading. And so, 
as children, how can we expect our children to understand? If the adults have problem understanding by themselves, they need guidance. And so as an adult, convert, the the Philippian, I'm sorry, the Ethiopian eunuch said, come and guide me. How can I unless someone guides me? And this process did not stop simply because he became a Christian. He still needed that guidance after he was baptized. It didn't just stop. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. In this, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the, part, the third part of it, maintaining it, creating it in children, creating it in adults, and then maintaining it in both. We have to maintain teaching people after they're baptized. We can't just stop teaching them. They still need it. In Romans chapter 10, verses 14 through 17, the Bible says, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Notice verse 14 and 15 with me again. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. The preacher has a specific role to play. And the preacher here is not talking about the person that's paid, the gospel preacher that's paid to do the job, but you and me. It's talking about every Christian becoming a proclaimer of God's word because the world cannot hear unless there are people sent. This is why the Great Commission was given in both Matthew and Mark. And in both cases, we're told to go into all the world. Everyone is told to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Well, after we baptize people, their need to hear and learn the gospel doesn't stop. They still have a need to continue growing their faith by hearing the word of God. They're not going to know everything that they need from the point in time they go down into that water until they come up out of that water as a new babe in Christ. This is something that has to be maintained in their lives. We have to maintain making them a disciple of Christ. Because simply because they started the process does not mean they're going to finish it, that they're going to complete it. And as the mature Christians in their life that help them come to God, we have a responsibility to maintain teaching them. In Acts chapter 17 and verse 11 We see this, these were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. And so the people here, the noble Bereans, they needed the word every day. Now we're talking about Christians that are mature, that understand they need to go to the word to obtain understanding. But the non-mature Christian, the one that just became a Christian, who's a new babe in Christ, who is reborn, John chapter 3, into the family of God, they need to study the Word every day as well. And they're not going to understand this all the time. They're going to get busy and caught up in this world and doing other things. 
and their Christianity is going to fade. It's going to wane. If we don't stay in their lives teaching them and maintaining a relationship with them, a lot of them are going to fall away. And so as the mature Christians in the family, the ones that are going out into the world and making disciples, not only do we have a responsibility to bring them to Christ, but we have a responsibility to parent them, to help them along, to maintain that relationship with them as they grow, as we do with our children, our physical children. We maintain that relationship with them. We maintain that relationship with them all throughout their lives, but it changes throughout their lives as well. When they're newborn babes, they need us every day. They can't feed themselves. They can't change themselves. They can't do anything for themselves. And in a lot of ways, we need to be relating new Christians that are coming into this world after we've made disciples of them as newborn babes. They're new creatures. They're reborn into this world. They can't do much for themselves spiritually, and thus they need their parents to guide them and to lead them into maturity, just as we do our normal children, our physical children. We guide them from being infants to toddlers to being young adults to being grown-ups. And we continue to guide them throughout their lives. But for some reason in the church, a lot of the times we baptize people and then we stop teaching them. We stop helping them. We stop acting like parents in their lives. And we wonder why they fall away from the church. Well, it's because they had a need that we were not fulfilling in their lives. They were infants. They were young. They were not able to take care of themselves spiritually, and we just left them. If we did that to a physical child, a physical baby, we all understand what would happen to that child. It would die, and it would happen every single time. Every time a baby was born into the world, placed on a table, and left completely alone after it was born, not fed, not changed, not cared for, it would eventually die. Every time. And that's what's happening to a lot of newborn Christians. They're baptized. They come up out of the water as a newborn babe, and they're left alone. And then we wonder why they die. Because we're not feeding them the Word of God. If we go now to Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31... It says, Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. And so in Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, ignorance is a problem. It's a problem in the world today. One of the reasons why it's a problem in the world today is because teachers are not taking the responsibility of teaching. Ignorance is a problem in the world today because we are baptizing people. Now, this is not the only reason, but it's one of the main reasons we're baptizing people and then we're leaving them to grow up on their own. And even if somehow they remain coming to church every week, they're still weak. They still don't know a lot. The parents, the older people within the church need to be taking these under their wings and teaching them. Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked. There was a time in which God overlooked certain ignorances in the children of Israel. But now that's no longer going to take place. And as God's people today, we need to teach people. Because the only way that we can overcome ignorance is through faith. And the only way that we can obtain faith is through study of his word. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. 
and young converts, babes in Christ, they need encouragement to study God's Word for themselves. They need encouragement to continue studying God's Word. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1. Paul said this, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Paul wrote several letters to churches in the New Testament. He wrote 13 books that make up our New Testament. He wrote to Timothy and to Titus as young gospel preachers. He wrote to Philemon. He wrote to several churches instructing them how to live godly. And so he would convert people on his missionary journeys, but then he wouldn't just leave them alone. He'd go back to them, and he'd go back to them, and he'd go back to them. He went on three missionary journeys, and then he also wrote letters to them, explaining to them some things that they were doing right and explaining to them some of the things that they were doing wrong and gently trying to correct them, even sometimes saying, do I need to come to you with a rod? He acted like a parent to these churches, to these people. And he would raise them spiritually, guiding them to where they needed to be in their lives. He wouldn't just leave them to fend for themselves. But oftentimes today, because we don't want the responsibility of taking care of young Christians, of Christians that are not living up to their responsibilities, we just say, well, that's not our responsibility, and we walk away. Well, we're going to be held accountable to that according to Ezekiel chapter 3, verses 17 through 21, where Ezekiel is told that he's going to be held accountable for the blood of those he did not warn. If we're not warning people today to live the way that God wants them to live and to continue staying in their lives, instructing them and teaching them, Ezekiel was also told to tell them every word that God wanted them to know. If we do not do this, then we're going to be held accountable for their blood. But if we warn them and they still don't take our instructions, then we're going to be pure from their blood. Paul would say this in the New Testament, in Acts chapter 20. I believe it's verse 26 where he said, I'm pure of the blood of all men, for I did not shun to declare the whole counsel of God. And so everywhere that he went, he declared the whole counsel of God. And he took as his responsibility the spiritual lives of all these different people. And he would go to them, and he would try to help them learn about God. And if they fell away, if they changed, he'd go back to them. Galatians is a good example of this. He converted the people at Galatia, and then they fell away, chapter 1. And the rest of the book of Galatians is really about bringing them back to God, as a father would bring back a lost child. The parable of the lost son that goes and does whatever he wants with his money. Now I'm paraphrasing here. And then he comes running back to the father and the father welcomes him in with open arms to take care of him again and to receive him. We need to be a father to weak Christians, to newborn Christians. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not spontaneously happen. Part three, maintained. One of the reasons why we're losing so many Christians today is we're not helping them maintain their Christianity. And so they walk away from God thinking no one cares for them. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, the Bible says, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice 
to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. And so we need to be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love. We need to be doing what God wants us to be doing. And sometimes that takes a little help along the way. Sometimes we need help along the way. That's why he gave us the church. He gave us the church so that we could strengthen and maintain one another because he understood that if we get separated from one another, we're going to be weak. We need the church so that we can have this strength in one another. Notice with me now, 2 Peter chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 5 through 11. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, we need to continue adding to our faith these things that God talks about here in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5-11. through 11. And we need help sometimes in order to do this. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not spontaneously happen. Part 3, maintained. Let's help one another with this Christian walk. Let's take care of the young Christians, the children. Let's maintain our relationships with one another. And let's maintain relationships with newborn babes in Christ and guide them as a parent guides a newborn baby up into adulthood so that they can take care of themselves. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.